1: Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety and learn how to be more fully present in life. Each week, I'm speaking with experts in the fields of entrepreneurship, nutrition, mindset, sex, spirituality, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a writer, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. Through my own struggle to balance the demands of motherhood and life, I discovered that to truly be happy, we need to be present. Your journey to feeling less stressed and more blissfully present in your own life starts right now. Hey guys, welcome to season two of the Motherhood Unstressed podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, Season one was pretty epic. I'm, I'm still in shock over the amazing guests that we had on the show. And I'm so honored that they shared their expertise and their stories so that we could all uplevel our lives and get better. And what started off as a podcast really about the story of motherhood turned into a podcast about life and and the meaning of life and finding our purpose and being happier, right? Like, isn't that what it's all about? It's about finding that happiness and it's not through things um, and consumption. It's through getting to know ourselves and bringing in that self-awareness into our lives so that we can make the changes that are necessary to become better humans, become better parents, become better partners, Um, just get better and be happier. Um, And so that's what my guest today is here to do. Her name is Mariah Freya. She's a sexual empowerment coach and founder of Beducated, which is an online love academy for conscious and non-sleazy sex education. And you guys know for me, sex is a huge source of pleasure. Um, and I think it's a really important topic and something that we don't talk about a lot, you know, especially as women, we are taught to push down our sexuality, um, from a very young age and not talk about it and not engage in it and, and not treat it with any kind of, um, attention or, or respect really. And so when you are ready to be in a relationship, um, when you're of age, it's, it's like you don't know what to do and you're not comfortable and there's still this feeling of shame around sex and sexual pleasure. And so that's why I want to have more conversations about that in this next year um, to really liberate the listener uh, from feeling any kind of shame around sex uh, because it is so beautiful. Um, and so this conversation is going to be about conscious sexuality tuning into your own sexual power Um, and what that means, and how you even go about doing that, so that when you are with your partner, you feel confident, you feel there, like you're present, and you can fully enjoy what's about to go down. So um, that's really what this is going to be about. She does such a wonderful job of explaining how to tap into your sexuality, and be comfortable with it, and grow it, so that you're happy, and your partner's happy, which, you know, brings more happiness to everyone. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review on iTunes. You guys know that does so much for the ratings and I really want to get this show out to more and more people. And so when you just hit those five stars, it does so much for that. Also, if you think that a friend might benefit from hearing about how to tune into their sexuality, don't feel bad about sharing with them. I think uh, we definitely need to spread this around so that there's more pleasure experienced in the world. So I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, and let me know what you think. Uh, Screenshot it on your Insta stories and tag me at Motherhood Unstressed and I'll share it back out. Thanks, guys. This episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD Supplements. These are the supplements that I created with the intention of helping you deal with stress and anxiety in a natural way. I take two in the morning and within about a half hour, I feel so much more grounded and calm and focused and ready to take on the day. So it really is a tool in your toolkit to help you live a better, happier life. So you can pick up yours at motherhoodunstressed.com, or if you're in Atlanta, at Nuts and Berries in Brookhaven, or Roots Juices in Buckhead. Well, hello, Mariah. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here.
0: Hi, nice to meet you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, this is a topic
1: that obviously is very intriguing to a lot of people. Um, Whenever I do an episode about sex, I get such a response, and I feel like it's because people want to talk about these things. They want to have conversations, especially with experts like yourself, but they don't know where to start. So before we get all into that, why don't we start um, by just having a little context about you and your background. You know, how did you end up becoming a sexual empowerment coach?
0: <laughs> Thanks for asking. Sure. Yeah, I, I do find it. Um, it's, it's such a huge, and in the same time for most people, such a um, unknown topic and yeah we, we dabble along in our lives and have different um, contact points with relationships with you know our own desires but ultimately it feels like there's not really you know uh, anywhere a place where we can just go and get some clarity around it so I'm glad you're hosting this topic as well so I'm a sexual empowerment coach because I initially Wanted to change the world, so I became a um, a social worker. Um, that was now ten years ago. Um, I I went to India for a whole year. I was eighteen back then, um, and it was just for me amazing to see that um, amazing and in the same time devastated that there were so many people so happy, but in the same time in such such surroundings so I was so touched by At the same time like like the happiness and the lightness they were living their lives even though they didn't have more than a dollar per day and so I decided yeah I, I have to help people like that's something I want to do and um, I never thought it would lead me into sexuality and, and um, so when I was um, came together with my husband today. Uh, uh, We we just got married recently so Mm. (laughs) it's still a new word for me. um, (laughs) We are now 10 years together and um, in the first two years I had this always this thing that I think many people experience you have you know amazing love hormones you just think you found your soulmate and you're just so like over-the-top in love with this new person and you just can't think straight. Then a few years later, um, you know, you, you know each other more, you know each other's beauties and you know each other's darker sides. And suddenly you um, start to face certain things. And, and for me, that was how, how it would always be in my past relationships losing my libido, so I wouldn't um, really desire him anymore, I wouldn't really um, enjoy his smell anymore, I was just, like really not in a good place with him, but I would still, you know, make love with him because, you know, that's what you do, that's what grown-ups do, that's kind of, you know, helps the relationship, but I wasn't really honest with myself, and um Luckily, both both of us went again to India and um, we discovered an, a Tantra workshop there. Um, and yeah, this was pretty much an opening and a, and, and a new space for us to ask those questions. Like, is our sex life great? Like what's not going so well and what's going well? What do I like? What do I don't like? And mm-hmm. and these questions suddenly the, um yeah were really, really helping me to um, first of all like find, you know, where I am here in this space where I am as a sexu- as a sexual being, but also um how how I relate with my partner in what ways. And I found that I wasn't really allowing myself certain things in my sex life. So uh yeah a few years later, we just digged really deep. We uh, lived for a few years in Southeast Asia, studied with different um people um and it just really exploring and diving deep like we discovered different um relationship models and tried them also out and <laughs> You mean like open relationships? Yes, um, open relationships and all forms of like um, like also dabbled into polyamory uh, at some point, but found out that it wasn't for us. And so, so it was really interesting to to see what what's out there and that most people don't know of, um, and allowing yourself to explore and and see what works for you, what doesn't, and you know, sort of collecting the tools that help you along the way. And that. that ultimately led to starting a blog <laughs> and, you know, how it goes when you start a blog and, and then you suddenly um, create more and more um, contents and um, people start to reach out to you and suddenly you're like uh, there are people wanting your help, and yeah. So so I got um, education as a coach and sort of put all of these things into one thing. And today I'm I'm founder of Educated, which is um, really a, a platform, an online academy for to connect people first of all with themselves, but also with their sexual being. So we offer. Online, mindful online sex education for grown ups. And, and it's really um, a, a safe space for people to dive in. Um, yeah. And it happens all online. That's why it's safe. So, you, mm-hmm. you know, you can be in the comfort of your home. You don't have to go to any sleazy workshops that might not be very safe for some people or that might trigger people out or, or might not even make people go. So, So there's a very low threshold for people to join and to still get the same benefits and the same tools that are out there.
1: I love it. And I love how you say on your website it's non-sleazy sex education because I think, you know, (laughs) when people first see that, they're like, oh, you know, this is porn or this is, you know, something that's so far to the outside of norm. And it's really not. I mean, I really feel to my core – That sexual education, real sexual education is so important for our happiness, Mm. our fulfillment in life, our pleasure in life. Like it's it's huge. Of course, it's not everything, but it's a huge part of who we are as humans. And, you know, especially women who are so put off by anything sexual, you know, because our whole lives were supposed to be very non-sexual pure, I am doing quotation marks, you know, beings, and it's just not the case. It's not reality. So I love that you are really on the forefront of educating women and men about how to access this pleasure in life. It's huge. Um,
0: And asking these questions, you know, what do I want? What do I desire? Because there isn't a blueprint for everyone. There isn't like this specific thing that works for for everyone and you know how everything in life we we have to you know look at different things and some things might be working better others not and that's why i love um yeah to to create a space where there. so we we are hosting different experts in our platform so we have different essences of teaching and Mm -hmm. really try to um bring in diversity in terms of um teachers and teaching yeah
1: Mm -hmm. And I love too, that you, you know, you're, you're helping these couples and it's because you're coming from a place where we've tried it, you know, it, this might be awesome for you. You might love an open relationship. It might, you know, really work for you. You know, we tried it. This is our experience. I mean, so many people, I think, espouse relationship advice and they, they know nothing or they've never even been in a real relationship. You know, um, I, I tell this story all the time, but I remember when I was in church, when I was 10 years old and the priest was standing up on the pulpit and he was talking about the wife's role in the marriage and what she should do and how she should be. And I was thinking as a 10-year-old, you, you're not married. You're, you've never been in a relationship. <laughs> Who are you to talk about this? Like I was just, as a 10-year-old, mad sitting in the pew. And so I love that you are coming from a place of experience and, and real world just just experience, really. Um it, but it definitely definitely, does help to be in a relationship and explore these things. And right. yeah, I mean, sure. how else would you know what, what you're talking about? Um, and it really I think it really does give you weight to the people that you're helping.
0: Mm, um, thank you so much. Yeah, and I'm really, really proud to say we we just recently discovered that we're now serving over 94 countries uh, wow. at this stage. So maybe now it's already 95, but uh, <laughs> that's really amazing. Um I don't think anyone in the Vatican so far has purchased something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can find a uh, proof.
1: <laughs> right, good luck with that. Um, why do you think sex is a useful tool for personal development? I mean, why is this one way, you know, a way to improve yourself and your life, quality of life? Mm, mm.
0: Um, I think how we um, engage sexually how we um, yeah literally how I act in a sexual situation is one really strong reflection of my personality of my subconscious mind um, of how I see myself to the outside but but also how I how I am subconsciously and and I think Um, during a a sexual moment and there's an opportunity to connect with our subconscious mind because we're usually when when we are just in a very mindful space with ourselves and our partner and I say that from an ideal place because most people are very um, you know worrying about their bodies or worrying that they might not perform well or worrying that you know they might not be able to orgasm or worrying that it might be painful because there's so such a long list of, of baggage that most people carry with this topic. Um, but the thing is once once we open our eyes and actually look our partner in the eye and and also show ourselves who we truly are and that also means not just, you know, the pretty side, also the ugly side um that's when when there's an opportunity of of um yeah really connecting with something that lies within me and um you could say um really um connecting with our consciousness connecting with our soul um, it is ultimately a, a, an opportunity to go into a beautiful meditation um mm-hmm. An orgasm itself, I mean, is such an ecstatic and, and exciting thing to think about, and and for anyone that has experienced an orgasm before, they know it's it's like there's no thought, there's there's just void. It's just pure bliss in that very moment, and or for it could even go on and on for for longer time. But in that very moment where you feel like, yes, like this is like just full pleasure, um, you know, there's an opportunity to really um, sink in deeper. And um, that leads to a very, very um, deep fulfillment that starts from the root, from below the belly button. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've experienced um, as a woman. Yeah, feeling always a bit flat, you know, like my libido was just not on how I wanted. So um, I always felt like in a way weak or, you know, skinny girl and not strong and probably also due to some self-esteem issues and, you know, not feeling very sexy, not having full-on rounds and Just having a a very flat body made me always feel like a stick you know very stiff and once I I allowed myself just to let let my stick you know flow a bit more and let it Mm -hmm. swing in, in in the wind and and kind of move more like a snake perhaps you know that's when when I allowed myself to also go deeper into my body and really feel it more and not feel, you know, just the tip of my clitoris, but also feel other parts of my body fully and become just very, very mindful with my body. And that, of course, leads to a stronger self esteem of feeling really good in your body and really feeling good about yourself, not needing to worry about your body. And then also from that place of self love, pretty much, you mm-hmm. can engage much easier and much more authentically with your partner um you know to the point where you're able to voice your desires and really say hey like next next time let's make love somewhere on the beach or you know in nature somewhere just because i desire this and um and that's where it gets really exciting and and light it becomes a playground you know
1: Mm -hmm. and i think it's really important what you just said i mean being really in touch with yourself and your pleasure leads into so many other things. It leads into higher self-esteem. So you're going to be better at your job. You're going to relate better to your friends and family because you value yourself and you, you're in touch with who you really are as a person because you've done this internal work. And I am sure when you were doing this work, it was not easy. Like it's not something that's really comfortable. Otherwise everyone would be doing it. So talk to me about that for our listeners who are tuning in, they want to become more, mindful in their sexual practice what can they start doing today to to get there
0: Mm, mm, mm. so first of all my biggest challenge was always the initiation part initiating uh, you know to allow myself to be more sensual, to initiate sex with my partner I would be very as I said back then very stiff and very passive so Mm. mm, so the first thing of of also, what's the lowest threshold in, in, in terms of um, what I allow myself is, is really to start with yourself. And that could be, for example, and that's also something for very busy moms, um, to really um, in the moment when you're, for example, in the morning having a shower, you are simply you know, in a place of, okay, you're waking up, you're still in this snuggly kind of bad mood, uh, you're still maybe half asleep, so you go into the shower and um, you try to just focus on the water running down your body. And and that's kind of just a very simple mindful practice to focus your mind on something that's happening either on your body, in your body or around your body. So focusing on the water, how it's washing away the sleep, the night, perhaps bad dreams. And then um, I recommend to use just a really nice showering soap, something you know that smells good, that inspires you, something natural. Um, and really invest in yourself on these things and perhaps something organic, something that's really good for your body. Mm. And you can use the soap and instead of just rubbing it, in you know, like you would, wrap the floor or clean the <laughs> floor. <laughs> I want you to use that soap and that connection between your hand and your body, and really glide along your body. Really um, imagine yourself—you're worshiping your body. You're really going into your body. You're exploring your body with your hands, and while you're cleaning yourself, you know, act of worship, cleansing your body. Um, So we do that anyways, but we can do it also with a different perspective, with a different mindset. Um, And then from there, you could get out of the shower once you're done um, and continue. um, Use some really nice body oil and do the same practice again, massaging this oil into your body, really feeling your body, perhaps even you know, you can play some music and, and start just to, to move your body a little bit while you're doing this. You can give yourself nice, if you're a woman, a, um, a breast massage um, and really um, tune in with your beautiful organs there. So, you know, these little things that I anyway might be doing, but I might be doing them just rushed mm-hmm. and really quick and stressed and I'm not even aware of it. And. Um, And that's when when we can change, you know, to um, allowing ourselves to be more sensual, to be more respectful with our bodies and not seeing it just as a vessel, you know, that's carrying me around and that gets old and Mm -hmm. eventually dies. But, you know, really seeing it as a temple. And we've heard this many times again and again, but... There's always this resistance that I find um, for most people that are starting on this journey. And and I think a, a practice like this, there's nothing, you know, um, scary about it. You don't have to get totally shameful. out of the comfort zone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, we can continue. Perhaps ask our partner to massage us or, um, you know, the next time just be really aware of how he strokes your body or how you kiss each other and and you will also realize some things you know by being more mindful you suddenly start to less hmm, like my partner's not such a good kisser but he's just great and touching me you know so so you can communicate you can um use your your voice to to say yes i like that or you you know, instead of using a word, you can just moan a little bit louder, or just um, use little things, you know, that you might already be doing, but do do them a little bit more, and a little bit louder, and a little bit more mindful to um, see what really your body graves, and what you really yearn for.
1: I love that. I love it, because honestly, I think people aren't asking themselves what they really like. And so they don't even know, like there's no level of self-awareness, you know, Um, other sex experts that I've talked to on the show, talk about that disconnection. You know, you want to just have sex, get it over with, make sure that he comes and then that's it. And they don't even touch the surface of of what their bodies are, are capable of and how good you can really feel, not just in the moment, but throughout the whole day. I mean, really. And I love that you said that, like, Starting the day that way, and I'm I'm guilty of just rushing through my morning routine, you know, getting it done and getting out the door. So I'm definitely, personally, I'm definitely going to try this and mm-hmm. see how it raises my vibration and and makes me feel more sensual. Because I think, yeah, like I could definitely see how that would work.
0: Yeah, and, and exactly um, raising your vibration. You know, in the morning you can still access your subconscious mind nicely, and you know when you start that sensually your response system will be much more open to sensual situations. And, you know, you might be eating something delicious for lunch, and that's, again, an opportunity to really use our full senses and be very mindful about that food or, you know, um, sex is pretty much an essential experience where we use all our senses, our eyes, our, the most predominant ones, because we're very used to visual sexuality thanks to porn. I mean, it's also a good thing because we can sort of um, see things and then visualize and think, OK, yeah, that's something that could work for me. But it's it's also very limited because it's already our predominant sense. So when we close our eyes, we start to become more aware of other senses of hearing, of smelling, of tasting, of feeling. And that's when it gets interesting.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So do you think that that's the key to having better orgasms? Or how would a woman, you know, listening to this right now, who, you know, has great orgasms, whatever, but how can you make that even better?
0: Mm. Well, of course, there's a lot of things you can do, and especially mm, depending where you're at on your journey. So... If you have um, very strong um, pain during sex, um, I would recommend a different thing to a person that can already experience uh, penetrative sex and and likes it, but for example, can orgasm only through the clitoris. So I mean, there's there's different there's different. Um, states where you could be and there's not like a better state or a worse state and wherever you are this is the perfect state where you are and so I always encourage um, everyone to look at a sensation in your body that you know might be might be already associated with pleasure but perhaps it's just a very tiny form of pleasure perhaps it's just a tiny you know flickering inside uh, your belly button or or just inside your womb um, and and that could become something really powerful by focusing on it so again bringing our mind to that part of our body and and really staying there and when you suddenly, you know, drift off, you can go back to that place. And and the easiest way to do this is, of course, um, through um, self-pleasuring, because then you don't have really a lot of distraction. But if you're with your partner, it's also possible, you know, um, to just ask your partner, hang on, honey, just continue what you're doing. I <laughs> just want to focus on something in my body. And, you know, take that time. There's no need to rush to you know um, really um, run to the finish line because um that's often usually the case that we are mm-hmm. so fast and it just happens like that and there's a reason for, for it because we we're, we're still in a taboo here and we're still for most people we're still somehow you know shutting off the lights and and Don't really look. And once we pause, it could get scary because that's when, you know, things can bubble up. So so I recommend someone to really focus on a tiny sensation. And that sensation might not be something that you would associate with an orgasm, but it might turn into one by simply opening up to it. Um, And because we're rushing so quickly to the finish line often, and I see that for, Many men and most most women as well. I'm focusing, you know, on the particular um, pleasure that I know of. So, you know, I've done it before; it always worked. So, I'm trying to achieve this particular sensation, but it's only something that my brain associated, you know, that as an orgasm. At some point, I decided, okay. Um, If I'm doing this and my clitoris starts to get really hot and my body starts to shake and I'm getting really, really, you know, um, I don't know, like intense waves of pleasure, that's the orgasm. Mm. But how about we, you know, we let that now for a moment aside and and look at, at another form of orgasm, look at perhaps another form of sensation that could, once we start... Focusing on it also become an orgasmic experience. Um, and, that, and that doesn't have to be a peak necessarily. That could be more riding waves, you know, a form of like it comes and goes. Um, I think we, we still look, look at sex still too linear in terms of mm-hmm. okay, that's the foreplay, and that's the peak, and that's the end. But I think um it's a, it's a form of experiment really to to create a space of exploration um yeah where i'm starting to bring in new sensations and without judgment just letting them be and even if it's pain if of course i always recommend check it, check it out at with your doctor to make sure there's not any other issues but if it's a somatic pain that you're experiencing this can be um, a very, very powerful opportunity to heal and to really, really um, make this pain into a pleasurable experience, ultimately. Um, so is
1: riding the waves, is that more of a tantric um, philosophy? Is that where that comes from?
0: Yeah, it's definitely something that I use, um, you know, how I express it, but it's definitely an idea from from tantra where, where they love to ride one orgasm after another without losing the energy um but for me it's more of um you know just just kind of um like you go hiking there's sometimes an up and there's sometimes a down so and it's okay it's not like only if there's an up I'm feeling happy I'm also feeling happy when there's a down so so um it's, it's a bit more organic, I'd say, and it's definitely a tantric, um, um, expression on that.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that because I feel like so many people, like you said, there's a beginning, middle and end, and usually it's, you know, less than 10 minutes, you know, especially if you've been with someone a really long time, like let's be real. You
0: would be surprised. It's probably even 5.4, like on average. (laughs) Uh, yeah. penetrated sex alone and of course adding adding up to a little bit of foreplay it's probably around 10 minutes or so but that's of course not the time where scientifically a woman is able to be warmed up fully and be able to have these deep experiences you know and just you ask me the question um, how can we experience more pleasure and have amazing orgasms I take more time yeah <laughs> it's, it's i love really that simple and yeah. and and i i realized after 30 40 minutes and that doesn't mean you know it's 30 40 minutes humpy bumpy kind of <laughs> really fast uh, rabbit sex um, i i really mean you know having that space of of um warming up each other have perhaps having a bit of of uh, of penetrative sex but then Maybe moving also to other practices, other things that I enjoy and, and, you know, that really gives me that space to to explore. But of mm-hmm. course, then there is this thing when I don't have time. Um, so we have to find a way to create time in order to really um, get the full potential of it. Otherwise Absolutely. it's it would be well, too <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I think like, it, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you could liken it to working out. Like I do 10 minute hit workouts, maybe once or twice a week, but then I also go for like longer runs and do longer. Like it's, it's a balance. You can't just do one and expect yeah. to receive great results. Like, I love that you said that. Exactly. So anyone listening, there are other ways and it's okay. And these are some things that you can do. Like this was really helpful. I mean, I feel like even selfishly, even for me, you know, just to hear this and be reminded of these things is really helpful. Um, But we've talked a lot about the woman's sense of pleasure. Can we, let's switch over to the man's. Um, And I think so many people think like, oh, a guy is, you know, it's really easy, easy manual, easy to to get them to orgasm. But give us some other tips about really increasing his pleasure.
0: Yeah, you might be surprised. Uh, There are so many men that struggle with having orgasms during um, penetrative sex or, you know, ejaculating in front of their partner or um, getting it up. Um, it, there is a lot of struggle in, in the men's world and, and it's still not much um, talked about. And and even the guys um, that are in our tribe, they're super, super interested and and they really, really want to learn more. But I, I still um, find that there's, it, always a majority of women that are interested in these topics, and um, guys tend to be like, yeah, yeah, it works. You know, mm. I don't, I don't have to change anything. Uh, you know, uh, like it, it seems to be hard for them to, to maybe also admit that there could be something better. That, you know, they, they come fast, and you know, then it's just uh, finished for their partner. So. Um, so when we look at, at the male orgasm and male pleasure, it's in a way similar because women ultimately adapted to the male rhythm over centuries. So so women just come fast because they know they've got to come faster than their already fast partners. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if he comes in five, I've got to come in four, you know, so just to know. Uh, what we're talking about here, and um, so for guys, I think where they struggle as well is is really the um, yeah, stubbornness on the goal again. So that you know, for them, sex is an opportunity to ejaculate to orgasm, and and that's great. There's nothing nothing wrong with that, but I I just found that guys do get a bit lazy when it comes to foreplay, and even though. It would help them as well to have more intense orgasms mm-hmm. and experience other forms of pleasure as well. But it's because their um, sexual energy, and that's again something that comes from, from Tantra, it starts right at their genitals. So um, it's kind of like a spiral, it starts at their genitals and it moves outwards. So, so they can get really, really quickly hot and they can get really, really quickly ready to go. And, and for women, it's the other way around. It starts from the outside. So they need stimulation from the outside. You know, they appreciate romantic scenes, environment that stimulates them, a safe space, and then they can slowly, slowly, you know, by, by just kissing and hugging and, and caressing slowly, slowly get hot as well internally in, in their vaginas and that's a very, very different yeah. <laughs> you know, where everyone's coming from. Um, so, so for guys, it's important to understand this um, and in the same time, um, yeah, perhaps focus a little bit on your center, on your penis, but then also focus on other things. So move the spiral outside, and not finish. You know where you just started. So to so really move the um, pleasure towards the outside. So perhaps your partner can start with a blowjob. You know, and and that will feel amazing for men to start with this because it starts right at their center. But then you know, move to pleasuring her, caress her. Perhaps also receive a caress on your whole body to spread the pleasure all around in your body. And, and that's really helping men to, first of all, um, really um, redefine themselves as sexual beings. But also, yeah, uh, lasting a little bit longer the distance. It's yeah,
1: absolutely. Tidy. And spreading out that energy. I think that that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I love that. Um, so what's, mm-hmm. what's a big takeaway that you want our listeners to have from our talk today, what do you really want them to go home with mm.
0: start small so you don't have to you know, become a sex goddess overnight um, it can start with that little ritual that I shared in the shower also, I'm so going to do that, I'm not even kidding <laughs> uh, <practice. laughs> I'd love to hear how your experience was, no but you know, also for the guys as well, this is an amazing practice um, to honor their bodies as well and connect with themselves. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd love you to, I'd love to invite you to, to join in this movement on conscious sexuality, on exploring ourselves, um, not just, you know, in a meditation retreat or on the yoga mat, but also inside the bedroom and and really Uh, making that another amazing opportunity of growth and pleasure and and a healthy lifestyle.
1: I love Mm. that. Oh, that was perfect. Um, So I do have some rapid-fire questions if you're ready. Sure. Okay. Sexuality is?
0: Is its desire from its core. Mm. A good sex life includes? Time, space. Mm And an honest talk. Mm.
1: I own my sexuality by?
0: Mm. By worshipping my body.
1: I love that. And love is? Endless. Mm. And last one. What's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on?
0: That it's okay to feel what I'm feeling. And um, because feeling these emotions will help me express my sexual being even more. And that that it's, it's great to touch my body as a kid already and explore my body as much as I can.
1: I love that. I love that. This was so amazing. Now, how can our listeners find you online and learn more about Beducated?
0: Sure. So you can type in Beducated, which is education in the bedroom, just put together in one word. <laughs> so beducated, Um You can find everything there. We have different online programs also on the quite famous yoni and linga massage or tantra massage, which are amazing tools as well to explore your sex life. Um, there's heaps of free materials on our blog, on our magazine, uh, with a lot of conscious sexuality knowledge. Uh, so you can start right there and then dive deeper.
1: <laughs> I just have one more question. How would you define conscious sexuality?
0: Hmm. Well, it's, it's, it's really fra- from, you know, not being in my body and doing because I do it for my partner, not for myself, to really being aware and conscious and present and mindful. These are all terms that kind of come in the same in the same spectrum, in the same um, area. And, and, you know, really being in my body and acting because I love to worship my partner or I love to have sex because that's what I really feel like and not because I'm pressured into or because you know that's what you do and um, and that's really um was a big change for me to to acknowledge that with with m- in my relationship
1: yeah mm, i love it I, ju- I just know this episode is going to change lives i just know it mm. so thank you thank it's you for all it's
0: happening which is so great so. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely
1: thank you so much
0: Thank you as well for your great questions.
1: (laughs) Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode on sex with Mariah Freya. Um, Definitely share it with a friend. Uh, Again, don't feel embarrassed. Just share it out and see what happens. Who knows? You could really improve someone's life just by sharing this with them. Also, please hit those five stars on iTunes. It does so much for the show. And if you listen week in and week out and you haven't left a review yet, What are you doing? Please go ahead. Hit those five stars. It literally takes five seconds. Um, Again, if you're listening to this and something spoke to you, Uh, screenshot it and load it up on your Insta stories and just do a quick little blurb about what you liked about this episode and tag me at motherhood unstressed. And then I'll share it back out to the community because when you do that, it really does click with other people. I get so many messages when you guys share things uh, about the show, like, Oh, I thought that too, or I like that same part. So it really does connect. So don't, don't be afraid to share your voice because who knows who you might be touching in the process. See you next time.